another episode of the, the podcast. Um, I am Jermaine, Mr. Jermaine Jones, along with my three dope co-hosts. And I'm actually allowed to introduce themselves tonight. I'm actually not doing that shit. So we're going to start with Mr. Kishara. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's Kisharo Easterlin. You know, a place to be. It's the only place y'all need to be right now. The Four Times Dope Podcast. I'm Quam Dukes. What's going on? Kwame, but we can go by Quam Dukes. How are everybody doing this evening? We're about to have a good time tonight, fellas. What up, y'all? It's Jamie, Young Stedman Graham. Shout now from Raleigh, North Carolina. Let's do this. No doubt. Let me let me let me start by saying first of all, um, I was actually listening um, to this particular song uh, er- actually earlier today, uh, verbal intercourse, Nas, Ghost, and and Requan. and it immediately took me back to Maine, three hundred six, third floor, Sydney <laughs> Hall. Immediately took me back. So, question before we get started, like. What song is nostalgic for you guys? Like, what takes you back to a uh, time on campus? Oh, Even. oh my god, it's so many! It's so many. Yeah, I don't even know where to start at 95. So, what was hot in 95 was what was hot in 94, which was uh, Nas and uh, Biggie. Biggie's album. Yep, yeah, Machine Gun Funk was it for me, man. Man, mm-hmm. machine gun funk, biggie man. I bought that CD. I bought that CD with my governor's page money. I stayed up here in Raleigh. I did the governor's page my senior year of high school, and they gave us a hundred dollars to stay up here in Raleigh. And uh, I went my uh, calling my uncle. My uncle Jimmy took me to the mall, and I bought that damn ready to die CD, and that shit rocked all the way. I still got that CD. I'm thinking about it, yeah, I still got it. Yeah, damn. I mean, what would you say? Yeah, man. Hey, like you said, it's kind of uh, hard. Some reason, and I don't know why it wasn't actually. I mean, it, it was hot, but it wasn't my favorite. But I think I remember hearing like, was it was it the Fuji's? It came out ninety six when when they when they ninety six. I came in. I came in ninety six. So I'm a year behind y'all. So might have been ninety six. The Fuji's came. Through. Yeah, I want to say. I want to say it actually came out. Uh, the score. Yeah, no reason I say that because I felt like that's all I was hearing during the time walking, you know, walking in the hallway and everybody, like, every door yeah. was playing yeah, it. I remember and, that. And it might have been, like, the first semester. So I, that, that kind of sticks out to me, if I'm correct. Mm. I got to look this up. But I might be wrong. Uh, <laughs> you think. <laughs> so you got to look it up. Yeah, let's look this up. <laughs> It's so many for me. Jeez. Um, I guess what comes to mind right now is um, Busta right. Rhymes, Wuha. Mm-hmm. I remember us going to, um, we, we went to some party. I can't remember which one it was, but it was some party. And I just remember that was just like the hot song right there. You know, everybody was on the dance floor. So yeah. that that one. Yeah. You're right, Kwame. It was 96. February 96. February 96. Damn! Why was why was I feel like I was hearing like it just came out, but I just feel like I was hearing it every, you know, because I graduated in '96 and I came. So yeah, but I feel like I was hearing it in the dorm the whole lot. You were heard it in the fall of '96. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So maybe yeah, it, was still, it was still knocking. So maybe it was what it was then. So that's, that's the first memory I think I have. So like I said, it might not be the only one, but that's the first one coming to mind. Like you said. Oh God. Well, listen, let me say this. I think, I think, I think, um, you know, questions like that, I know for me, man, and again, I get excited when we, we together like this because you guys are my extended family. Jamie, I remember when, like, freshman year, you actually stayed in my career for Thanksgiving holiday, right? It was, um, it was whole, uh, not Thanksgiving, dog. It was, uh, was it Christmas? It was break? March. No, no, no. What's that? Spring break. Spring break. Oh, okay. Okay. okay yeah, spring okay. break. I went to yeah, wild away. We ate all my food. I never get to eat. But, hey, I packed like I was never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real, real. But you know what? Yeah. The is that, the, you know, when, when we get together like this and, and actually um, just to even see like where you guys are at now in life, um, it gives you a feeling of like a, a, a family because we are at the end of the day. Um, 
and speaking of family, I want to begin with um, um, begin talking about or discussing element of family, right? That plagues every single family, right? Um, and this particular dynamic of family is somewhat unfavorable, right? We don't have these issues, but but I think it's important we talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me say this first. Let me start by saying this. I think, um, you know, well, I don't think, you know, you know, come together with family, just like now. It's supposed to be, it should be a blessing, not supposed, it should be a blessing, you know, when we come um, with family and everything. But, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen. And then on the flip side of that coin, um, when it comes to family, fellas, there's two methods that I believe. One is, um, one is, um, you know, you can break one toothpick, but you can't break five, right? You know what I mean? Like one, one you know, if you stand on, you know, they, you may not, you know, you'll make it, but you won't be um, as resilient, but you, you have strong family to be easy for you to make it. And the other saying is blood is thicker than water. Okay. But there's an envious blood in our family too. And I think that's, I think that's important to talk about, um, you know, because at the end of the day, we all need to be able to handle and deal with that. So with that being said, um, how, how do you, or how have you all handled um, envious or jealous family members, mm. you think? Um, Jamie, where you can start it off, man. Can, can, can tell us what's going on. Jealous or envious family members. I think that would have to extend out to cousins and stuff because my si- I have two sisters, an older sister and a younger sister. They don't give a shit, so. <laughs> <laughs> Go do what you do, Jamie. <laughs> Just don't bother us about it. Uh, <laughs> but crazy. it would probably be because I was never well, not never. I was rarely around. I was always gone. So the question is, how is how are you in college? It's like, I graduated ten years ago. I'm not in college no more. So I guess my family, as in fr- uh, uh, distant cousins, would refer to me as college boy or Joe College. It's like you goddamn right, nigga. <laughs> I'm not gonna stay here in red rings. Red Springs is in Robinson County, which has one of the poorest school systems in the state. And it's like, you want me to stay here and do what? Be here? So there was a lot of envy, uh, and it's kind of like backhanded. You still in school? Yeah, I happen to be in school. Or when I finally graduate, it's like, no, I'm not in school anymore. Uh, you know, I have my own business. It's like, so what you doing? So it's a bunch of snide, backhanded compliments that come from these country-ass cousins that, you know, <laughs> only some Carolina boys can do, only, you know, people like that would do from the country. So they're saying, like, it's an issue almost in a sense, but they're trying to, like... It's backhanded. Be, yeah, underhanded yeah. behind it. Yeah. Underhanded. And see, the thing is... I'm sorry. What I was going to say the thing is, this whole concept is certainly not a damn urban legend or some type of delusion. Nah. It should exist. And Mm-mm. I think at yeah. the end of the day, um, I think what's sad is is that success a lot of times with black folks, it's limited. If if you're not successful illegally, then what you're doing doesn't exist. Uh-huh. Or if I, if I can't ride your coattail, then I got an issue with that. You understand what I'm saying? That's, and that's just right. my personal perception. Yeah, Kwame, what's that? Well, like I said, I, I don't. Think it's most my siblings as well. I felt like we we um we support each other for the most part. So I never got the feeling that one of us was like envious or jealous of each other. Um, like I said, it could probably be possibly like distant cousins and stuff that as well. I can't really tell you like a a, a direct time as far as we involving me. I mean, it may have, but I just I just don't recall it. But I've seen it amongst each other, amongst them, I guess in a sense, whatever and stuff. And it might be something like a little, like you said, underhand stuff. It, it never comes out real, like, uh, inflammatory and real disrespectful, but it's always like, oh, you, you sure think you are with your little, you know, with your little new car over there? It's, it'd be stuff like that, you know what I mean? Or somebody got some kind of a compliment, whatever, and stuff, but they saying it as if, like, it's, a, it's kind of an issue, but they're trying to present it like it's not. But, like, nobody's stupid. You can read between the lines, and you can kind of tell what they're getting at. And I don't know. I don't know why that's the case, and, and but I, I also think it's the, I think it's also a, a, it could be an honest an honest feeling though you know what I mean like but I think it's a difference between jealousy and envy yeah. as well 
So I mean, yeah, I, I think justice might a more dangerous thing, and you kind of wanted yeah. to like take away or wishing that you had that rather you know you had what they have rather than what they actually have. So I think envy might be like you might like like I might be envious. Oh, okay, they they went to Jamaica or something. They went to to you know the Bahamas. Right. Damn. Right now, I wouldn't mind being there too. So that might be like an honest envy, you know, envy thing that you may have, you know. But I don't think that's like mean spirited or you wishing the downfall of nobody. But when you start oh, nah. somebody, you know, don't deserve something and you and wishing that you have it, that's a problem. And I think that's something. Just, yeah. You have to kind of work through and not trying to present that way, especially somebody you're supposed to care for. It's supposed to be your family. It'd be friends too. That's the same thing. Yeah. And I think it's a slippery slope, though. I think that the examples you just gave of envy, I think those are like real examples, but that envy could turn into jealousy. And that's where the lines get blurred. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, hey, hey, I don't think, like, go ahead. I'm sorry, I was just going to say, me personally, my, my siblings and I, um, you know, my mom definitely planted a foundation where, you know, that could never exist. But definitely with extended, you know, families and even some older family members. Um, mm-hmm. I know, I'm a yeah. firm believer that treat you the way they feel like themselves. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think I think a lot of times... Um, when you when you when you're cut from the same cloth as folks and they didn't maximize their 24 hours, I think at the end of the day they start feeling some kind of way. So you know, but anyway, I just wanted to make that point. Um, Kisharo, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. No, I agree with you 100 on that. Um, for me, I don't. For my siblings, no, I don't think we had that that jealousy, envy thing. I, I think it's so many different layers to jealousy and envy. I think it just. It's kind of hard to put into words. Like, I think a lot of times, family, I think just people, but we, since we talk about family, we can talk about family. I think a lot of times, because people don't see you every day, they have a perception of what they think you have going on. You know what I mean? I think social media sure. play, plays a big part in that. You know what I mean? They see yeah, you posting yeah. pictures about you went this place or you went that place or. Yeah. You might got a new car, you got a new house, or whatever the case may be, and people just have the perception, oh, you're doing good, or you know, look at you, like it's some type of you can you can you, yeah. you know the difference of how the conversation, how yeah. something is said to you is kind of like you you trying to be funny, you know what I mean? Like somebody <laughs> say stuff like that. So it comes off as but then like, can't you just be happy for me that I'm able yeah. to do these things, I'm able to take vacations, I'm able to you know, provide for myself or provide for my family. So you do get it, you know, a lot. And right. it's unfortunate that it happens in families, but it happens and yeah. it's real. You know, just how well, you, I mean, say, you can feel it. Yeah. How you deal with it, I think, is the thing. But yeah. That's true. That's true. I, I, you know what? I think, I think, I think in terms that I think it's, it's something that we all, at some point, if you have an experience, you will experience. Um, it makes you, it definitely makes you, you know, uncomfortable when you do experience it because you're like, damn, this is the tribe, right? The unit, but <laughs> at the end of the day, it is what it is, man. I'm calling me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, bro. No, nah, you good, uh, like, no, nah, but I think it's like I said, like a show kind of says, it's perception. A lot of times it's perception, and like I said, when you're not around, people, perce- you know, perceive that you could be doing worse or better, and in the day, no one really knows the real truth, especially when you're not seeing that person. And you don't really know what people are going through in their individual household. So I think a lot of people, and mm-hmm. you know, whether it's innocent or not, but then when people, when they kind of like put that out there and say little comments, it's just like, yo, where you coming from? I don't know, every time I see you, always going somewhere. Like, I guess it's a compliment, but I don't know because it don't sound like one. So it's just like, yo, what are you, what are you, <laughs> yeah. like, what are you getting at? But in the day, you don't know, like, like we could have planned for this, you know what I'm saying? Put money aside, whatever and stuff, yeah. and and that might have been a priority for us to do those things. So in the day, it's not because somebody's making so much money or or whatever else. It could be properly um, preparing for that situation, whatever and stuff. Yeah. And when, and what you choose to do with your money and and activities you want to do or lack of activities you want to do, that you know that's kind of on you. So when you kind of say that, you just kind of like I mean I don't know how you necessarily address it, you know, because. I don't know. It may depends who it's coming well, from and all that, but sometimes you just be feeling that. Like, I think about when, yeah, but when people, when friends or family come at you with underhanded compliments about you taking these many trips, 
well, they would know the first step more, more than likely. They would know the first, well, how do I even pick a trip to say Cancun or Puerto Rico? You know, mm-hmm. hotel. You got to get on the internet for that. They ain't got the internet, you know? I apologize. They do have internet. They got their phone. They don't have credit cards, money in the yeah. bank, you know, a way to get there. You got to get a, you got to have a car to get from out of Red Springs to Durham, excuse me, to Raleigh Durham to the RDU. The <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. And you got to have a credit card to get, you know, you got to yeah. get an Uber. It's too many steps that they're not familiar with. I mean, and, and people buy into deception. I think, I think, I think at the end of the day, if, if, if folks, if folks posted their struggles on social media, I oh, wonder, yeah. I wonder be the culture of social media at that point, right? Everybody posts the victories, which is cool. Shit, live your life. Yeah. But you know, what if people start posting the struggles, right? I think at the end of the day, it, it, would, it would be that culture. So, but um, yeah, people start coming. Jermaine, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, life. This, this bad thing happened to me today. Yeah, it's a learning lesson. It's how you're growing. Yeah. yeah. But that's equivalent to a to a, a a basketball, high school basketball player or high school football player sending a potential uh, college program their bloopers or things they did. Like, you're just not going to – Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you're not going to highlight those those moments. Yeah. And those are the moments that actually maybe, you know, taught you the most where, you, you know, you learn from it, you grow from it, and you know not to make those mistakes um, or how to navigate that situation. So, like you said, but I don't know. It's a lot of perception with this, even social media itself. A lot of people read to a lot of different things uh, about mm-hmm. that, and they can try to determine who you are and what you're about based off those things and have no idea what's going on. I just thought about something real quick. Y'all tell me what y'all think about this. Is this envy or jealousy? Like I said, me and my siblings never had that. But as I'm sitting here thinking about it, what what category would this fall in? So. <laughs> My, you know, I got two two younger brothers, <clears throat> but my baby brother. A lot of times, as I look back on life, as far as things I did versus things he did, he got a lot. He got away with a lot of more stuff that I know my mama was baby had dealt with. I right, and now though I think there, I think that makes a yeah. difference. So I do look at that. So. When I when I think to myself, damn, I would never got away with that. You know what I mean? Is, is that envy or what? What is that? Mm. What does that fall under? That's a good question. I don't think it's envy. I, 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 me personally, I don't think. I mean, you take it back. I take it back. I think it could be um, some residue of envy there in terms of in terms of um, feeling slighted. You know what I mean? Like, damn, I didn't get a chance to get away with that, or or I couldn't instead. You know. I couldn't get away with that. Instead, I had to, you know, watch everybody or keep them, whatever the case may be. Um, but I think somebody, I think Jamie might have, no, Kwame mentioned it earlier. Um, if that transitions into, like, hate for the rest of your life again for your brother, I think at that point, I think it's a big issue. But yeah, that's what I, was it was, I never, even in my, I held on to, you know, you just had that, like, damn, I want to get away with that. And that, that was the extent of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would, that's why I asked the question, like, where does that fall? You know, is that envy or is that just an observation? But, but also, like, so we all come from different perspectives, you know what I'm saying? Because, Jermaine, you're the yeah. baby of your, of your household yeah. as far as your siblings. Mika Charles is the oldest. And then, you know, and Jamie's like the middle child. So we all may have a different perspective. And the only boy. And the only boy. Uh, I'm the only boy yeah. in my situation too, though. So that that's you're a factor more too. Of a parent, when you are just the older brother. You're more of an older parent because how far is Keisha from you? Like two or three years? Nah, she's like she's four years. No, she's five years younger than me. Uh, right, that's five. crazy. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Sean and I, my older sister Sean and I, were more like a couple, right? Because we're ten years. Well, I'm ten years older than Amber, so Amber's like our daughter. Because we had to take care of her. So mm-hmm. mama went on these PTA uh, boards and she went on these, all these trips. You think Elmo Patterson was going to come on a trip with me to anywhere? <laughs> she didn't have time or money. She didn't have the means to yeah. do so and the timing of it all. So right. she wasn't going to come on no trip with me or better yet. Amber could do what she wants to do because she's she had Amber when she was 28, which means that she had more knowledge about what kids can do. So yeah, them kids, the youngest ones got away with everything because the parents is like, well, shit, you got them. 
Yeah. For the kids. Like, like for example, I remember, um, shit, my senior year of high school, I had my own phone line in my room. Like, my mom got tired of girls calling the house. She was like, fix that. Mm-hmm. And um, and, then, and my my older brothers was like, no, like you know, like damn, I ain't never had that. Damn, like, look, that? Yeah. <laughs> they, <I'm> saying, <laughs> they didn't ever have that phone line. Like, I had my own phone line, phone in the room, like two different rings in the house. Like my mom was like, nope, you won't tie my line up. No, so yeah, I think yeah, we, yeah, but yeah, I do think, like I said, even when you yeah. come to, um, that's not a bad thing, in my opinion. What you say, Jamie? I don't think that's a bad quote unquote bad envy. Oh, okay, yeah, that's just no, being no, old sibling. That's different than say y'all out here getting it. <laughs> it's like, no, we all gonna get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I think too, like I said, when, when you kind of have a certain position when it comes to the siblings, it's also like you, you have a role. So I know, like, when I, um, you know, you know, I know that me being the oldest and being being the only boy, then it's almost like I look at things differently in regards of like I didn't want it to be any additional burden to my to my parents. So I look mm-hmm. at it like, yo, don't worry about me. Just, you know, just make sure my sisters are cool, whatever and stuff. So like even when I went to school, man, I can't I can always remember. I think my parents may gave me money like like twice that I actually remember. I could be wrong, but I know it's probably my, my freshman year when I when I got there, uh, I got some money, and then maybe that first homecoming they sent me some money. I don't even know how I survived, to be honest with you, because I mean I know we got hookups right. and all that stuff and everything, and but like work. outside that, man, I don't even like like I didn't work until they refund check. But refund check did help yeah. me up a little bit because I was spending like a damn dummy. Damn they helped you a little bit. Yeah, helped me. They helped me a lot. <laughs> but then, like, but since for me actually working, I ain't work until my second semester sophomore year. So I went a whole like three semesters while in school. I mean, I worked in the summertime. But like, as far as like having a job and maintaining, you know, maintaining mm-hmm. um some money while I'm there. So I don't like, it. but. All that derived from the fact that, like, yo, don't worry about me to, you know, work with my sisters, whatever, and stuff. And I felt like that was my my responsibility. Like, yo, I don't need to be calling them, asking them for nothing, or anything else. And it's and it's still hold true today because in the day, I don't ask my parents for anything. Now, if they decide to give me something, I may take it. But as far as me asking, I just don't feel right, you know, to do so. And mm-hmm. I think it's because that's my position in the household as far as my siblings and stuff go. So, yeah, but, yeah, but, but anyway, just just because we're talking about families uh, and the family dynamic, I know one of the things that uh, usually comes, you know, dealing with your family is timelines. And I think sometimes our family members, even friends or people who don't know you, they have a certain timeline for you when you should, you know, and one of the most common timelines is, especially if you're an adult, is like uh, when you're getting married and when you're having children. And it may not be in that order, <laughs> but it, you start hearing it. It may be different um, depending on sex. I think maybe women might get a little bit more pressure more than guys, I think. But, I mean, guys get oh, it too. So what, what are y'all thoughts about uh, about <laughs> family pressuring people and giving them timelines as far as about getting married and, and, and um, or having kids? Um, Jamie, you can go ahead. Oh, it was talking uh, with Jermaine. It's talking Jermaine. It's talking Jermaine. Oh, Jermaine. Jermaine, Jermaine is like the <laughs> is the single guy here. I should have started. That should have been easy. Yeah. Let me listen. Let me tell y'all something real quick. Listen. First of all, I, I remember every single um, young lady I dated, and I and I probably brought around. For, and it's funny because it's not my mom's fan. She just sees through their people. It's like it's like my, my dad's side of the family, my old aunties, and well, my dad's side of the family. Some of my family on the long side, and the conversation goes like this: "Hey, what's up, Jermaine? How you doing? Ain't seen you in a while. Uh, who's your friend? Who's your other oh, girl? Yeah, uh, when y'all get married? And then, like, like when you gonna marry that girl? And in my mind, a lot of times I want to say, "How you gonna ask me that when your marriage ain't work out?" <laughs> so. Here's my point, man. Listen, I just feel like everybody, well, first of all, I don't see through conventional people. I mean, don't get me wrong, if I, you know, get married and have kids or whatever the case may be, that I mean, it is. 
But just to be out here experimenting, I felt like, especially with my career, and I'm not saying I put my career, and maybe I did put my career for family in certain instances, but I knew what it would be to, 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 to basically make it on the path I was on professionally. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't have a lot of time to be rolling dice with relationships, and I just tried to tread softly. Um, but outside of that, I just think, I think, speaking of my old family, but I get it today, I get it because they're cut from that, that, that grandma and granddaddy cloth, right? Just because you're dating somebody or you see a family reunion two years straight, think you're supposed to be married. Um, I just feel like everybody's timing is different. And I think, I think part of it is too, you know, let's just keep it real that, you know, when you're trying, when you're on your grind, and then you look at you back at all the breadcrumbs you draw professionally. There was times where like shit, you couldn't have financially, honestly, it didn't make sense. It wasn't feeble. I mean, let's just keep it real. Um, so I, I think I think everybody means well. Not everybody, I because I've had some folks ask me that they didn't mean well. They just want to be nosy. But some people do mean well, and some people view family unit view family family unit as something like you know special and they view you in the same light so i get that part but i'll never let family pressure me to do anything i don't want to do i don't care who it is um right. and one thing, one thing i don't do i try to mind for that i try not to ask even you know my, my nephews or family members anybody i just behind closed doors it looks good it could look good you see it but you don't know what they're going through when they leave the function to get in the car you know understand that what i'm part. saying that shit can be yep. that part that shit can be a a a time bomb waiting to tick. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gotta be mindful of. I think you gotta be you gotta be mad mindful of people's situations away from you. Right. That's mm -hmm. my take. Well, I'm glad you said that. What you said about um, damn, it just hit, just lost me. When you said some people mean well and some people don't. Yeah, That's knows. true. That's really true. But I guess when you're going through it. And people are constantly asking you that. Mm -hmm. You go every every comment you hear, you're gonna take it as they don't mean well. And I know mm -hmm. that happened for me because yeah, we got married relatively young, and a lot of people asked us, when you're having kids, we was not trying to have no kids no time soon because we got you know married so young. But as time went on, I guess around the five, seven year mark, you start to hear it more and more and more. And it got mm -hmm. to a point where it was annoying only because we were trying to have kids, but it wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. And so the effects of that mentally, it will mess you up. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot on yeah. a woman, but it affects the guys too. So a lot of times, you know, people were asking me when y'all gonna have kids, I will come and say, oh, it's coming, we trying, but it was eating me up inside, like, yo, like, why you keep asking me that? But it's a, it was a natural question that people ask, but it got so bad, like, I started to have an attitude and then realized I had an attitude. You know? <laughs> it was mad. I, yeah, I was. I was really mad. And, um, I think, Quam, you pointed it out to me. I mean, you pointed it out to me after the fact, you know what I mean? But because you in it, you don't realize how you coming off to people. And he saw it, you know, but I didn't see it. But it messes you up and that's why you don't i learned from that experience that's why what you just said i i do not ask people when you get married i do not ask people when you have kids because you never know what other people are going through you know what i mean like and like you said they generally might just be asking it's a genuine genuine question but people gotta think about that stuff when you ask those questions and comments you make because you just never know how you affecting the person you know or what they're dealing with and you might not know you might get yeah. it that day you ask <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? You're right. You know the mean? business. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. So that's, that's how I feel about it. Jamie, about you, man? Uh, family pressure on single people getting married and having kids. Well, my mama never pressured me. She was just happy that I wasn't getting too many people pregnant. And that's good. Start. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I never had a, a bunch of questions. Busting crazy. He was busting crazy in this spring. Boy, that's crazy. Hey, So I guess I was at a point in business where I was like, okay, I think I can afford a girlfriend. See, mm. people don't talk like that. No, you know, no. you got to be in a position where you could afford a girlfriend. And then when you get one, you got to be like, okay, 
can I maintain it? Provide, huh? You got to maintain. Yeah, you got to maintain it. You want a Maserati? You can't, you know, go to quick a quick lube and get an oil change. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to confuse cars with women. But please understand my point. Yeah. So you know, you got to be able to afford and provide, you know, love and nurture all of those things. So that's personally, but as far as questioning coming from other folk, I don't recall it much. It was more like when y'all get married. Now, I will give you this story. I was engaged for seven years. No, four years. I apologize. I was in a relationship for three. Then we got engaged, and then she went to dental school for four years. So the question was, when y'all get married? I'm like, nigga, ain't none of your business. <laughs> right? Obviously, she got out of school. But that shit didn't work out. So the question is, what happened? And that's the part we say, none of your business. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because you want to tell you what I did or what happened? I'm not about to do that. It's really of your business. And that's what they want. People want to know your business. And also, too, here's another thing, too. Tammy, you just said it. You said you you mentioned having to be, you know, being able to financially maintain, right? Uh, Yeah. But shit, you need to listen. Sometimes you can be emotionally bankrupt. You could be. You could yeah. be uh, yeah. bank. Well, you just got It's a lot of factors, and and I know for me, man, like, I, I get it from my mom. I do because my mom never. I'm not gonna say she doesn't want grandkids. I'm not saying that, but she does. She she's like, look, it's your, first of all, it's your life. You gotta live your life. Can't live it for you. Yeah, um, it is your all, life. That's right. You 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 have to. You know, that's your lane you're in. But but the, but that psychological pressure too. Somebody keeps on like Kasharo said. I'm sure it weighed heavy on Kasharo at some point. Because it's almost like you're trying to live up to, or you know, someone else's standards for your relationship, which is or they, mm-hmm. or they making you feel like something's wrong with you because you don't have it. Exactly, and even now, um, yeah, Jamie, you may get this too. You know, when you when you uh, listen, this is how this is how screwed up society is. Um, I'm always my, my my I have some colleagues, older older professors, trying to hook me with their nieces and daughters and stuff. And the question is, the question will the question will be. So, so Jones, um, how many kids you have? I don't have kids. Well, what's wrong with you? I'm like, bitch, what's wrong with you? That's what I want to say. I don't say that. <laughs> like, <laughs> the thing is, like, society is <laughs> so inverted that if you don't have kids as a black a man or a younger black man or by a certain age, like, something is wrong with you, especially in a black community. But, it, it, but, but nobody's thinking about, oh, this guy's just trying to be strategic. That's all. He's no better than anybody else. Yo, man. I thought he had no kids out of wedlock. Mm, Yo, Jermaine, you, you just reminded me too, because that's the same thing happened to me probably when I was in my early 30s, because I remember this. And like I said, it was one of um one of my coworkers. And like I said, by the time I was like 31, 32 years old, I don't, I don't even know how we got in the conversation. We were just talking, uh, talking. Well, how are we going to come? You know what I'm about to talk about? <laughs> you know what I'm about to yeah, say? Yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Uh, well, she, the she, was, she was congratulating me for having a child. Oh. And, you know, and all that good stuff. And everybody knew we was close. So you can go ahead and tell the rest. Oh, yeah. So, I, so that's, more, yeah, that's how we got there then. So basically when she was congratulating Kishara about having, you know, his first his first child. And then she was like, oh, what's up with you? She's like, what are you, you shooting blanks? Yo, that, yo, that just caught me off guard, man. I didn't even know how to take that junk. Like, that's disrespectful. Like, yo, like I was literally lost for words, man, because I didn't like it came left field, and then she just freaking gunned it for me. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I've been wrong if I'm saying the rumor mill is that her damn freaking husband knocking her damn head off every other night. But I didn't <laughs> you know. I kept my composure. I didn't say anything, probably because I I didn't know what to say. But yeah, you two, guard, man, I was kind of, I was mad as hell all day too. Yeah. But that because <laughs> I didn't know what to say, man. I'm like, yo, and like it goes back to because you know I knew you know Kashawa in the situation, and you know I'm trying to have kids and everything else, and you know how people be insensitive about certain things. So I'm like, damn, like how you know, you know what I'm saying? Like I might have some issues or whatever, or who I don't think I was with nobody either. So I, don't, I mean, but the point is the fact that it was no consideration, and she just freaking just crazy reckless what she was saying so it happens i had another time when this other woman asked me the same thing like oh okay you know when you're having kids whatever and then i said well i just want to do the right way uh you know get married and have you know saying to have children and that's no slight against anybody who does it differently 
but because yeah. you know, I wasn't trying to like be funny when I said it. But then I guess she took like, oh, I, but she was just like, oh, so I guess I did it the wrong way then because I had my kids first. And, I, you know, I wasn't trying to make her feel bad. nothing. But, you know, that was just but my response. To is, yes, ma'am. You did have your kids. <laughs> if you you're know. trying to keep it, you know, come on, let me do me. You do you. How about that? Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? But people like the point is people just just say stuff and they don't really think what they be saying. And. Mm-hmm. That's like, you know, people got to be thoughtful what they're saying. How, like, do you know what people's situation is? Or if they're ready, or if they even want kids, or if, or if they exactly. even want to get married. Like, you don't know. And that's cool. If they don't want to, it's, it's not your life to live for them and say they're wrong for doing what they're doing. And a lot of times, I think people lose sight of that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And some people even, some people will even question their sexuality or, yeah. um, yep. You know, just it's just it, it, you said it, Kwame. It's insensitive, and I think it's it's closed minded. You know what I mean? And it's disrespectful, legit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So rude. Yeah, man. So I'm not, so it's just like it's just crazy, man. Like I said, man. People just think before y'all think before y'all talk, people, <laughs> listeners. You know what I'm saying? Just try to be considerate. Like I said, you all got stuff we're going to. Please, like I said, you never know. And when it's time, you know, when's the time or God's time for you to do it? Then what happened? Like, yo, I'm not on your time. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hey, I'm on God's time. Man. And that time when it, when he's ready for marriage to happen, marriage for kids, you know what I'm saying? Right. Then it will happen. If it's not meant it to be, happen. then it's not meant to be. And it's unfortunate if 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 I know the times that I was asked, if I'd been like, yo, I got eight kids or four kids, then more more receivable probably. Or more, or I guess in their world, more realistic. And uh, no, I think they still have something to say about you. They're like, damn, you got five, four kids. Like you married, you ain't married mm-hmm. by the same yeah, chick. Yeah. Like you get all the other questions. Oh, like, you can get it that way too. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's can't true. make other people. Can't make everybody happy, man. You gotta make yourself happy. Can't win for exactly. losing. If you start with yourself, you'd be all right. There you go. Saying yourself with yourself, you should be okay. (laughs) (laughs) No doubt. So look, check this out, y'all. All All right, hold up, listeners. If you got kids in the room, you better get them out. This is not a conversation they need to be hearing. (laughs) What I got in this room right here? Uh, And saints, right up in my face, out there. Just (laughs) hold tight. We just we just talking from a different perspective. All right. So two two weeks ago, I was having a conversation with my frat brothers, and he said to me. I don't know how we got on it. What fraternity is that, Sharon? Oh, the great Phi Beta Sigma <laughs> fraternity <laughs> incorporated. So we're clear. All right. <laughs> All right. Just so, so um, <laughs> nice plug there. Um, yeah, he was saying, he said, I don't understand when dudes say they had bad pussy. He's like, I don't, I don't get that. And I was like, what do you mean you don't understand what that means? And I was like, there is a such thing as bad pussy, you know, um, vagina, trim, cooch, whatever you want to call it. Everybody knows what we're talking about. So <laughs> I was like, there is a such thing. And he was like, no, it's not because the outcome for me is going to be the same. I'm going to still bust my nut regardless. He was like, so I don't understand why dudes say that. And I was like, that sounds like something a signal would say. <laughs> <laughs> I will handle that off, off camera. <laughs> So I was like, no, that's not yeah, true. Food, I'm get me, me. I'm not gonna concern myself with what is <laughs> what is this this bad trim I got here, but I'm right. gonna get me. So he <laughs> he was like, please explain. And I was like, well, I can't speak for other dudes. You know, I can only speak for myself. I was like, I can only say that for me, it could like it could be too loose, it could be too tight. I said it could be dry. I said she could just be laying there. It's so many different things it could mean, but it's you know, to the mm-hmm. person. He was like, but you still gonna bust your nut. I was like. Never mind, so you don't get it. So I said all that to say, have you ever been with somebody who had some bad cooch? And if you have, did you go back? Bad or cooch. now that where you are in your life now, would you stay? Jamie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been a part of some bad cooch. Had some bad pussy today, but I've always went back. I mean, it's a piece of pussy. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an island. God damn it. I'm going to get that pussy. <laughs> I didn't stay around. I just moved around. <laughs> it's, like, it's like tag. I'll go when I come back. I go when I come back. <laughs> yeah. But I ain't going to make up my girlfriend or shit like that. <laughs> nah. Yes. Get those. Questions. yes, I have had some bad, some bad stuff. And I kept going back. It was trash. I knew it was trash, but it was a, it was a place to lay my head. And what made it bad? Never my girlfriend. What made it bad? Yeah, what made it bad? What, what, Dry, uh, pushing back on my chest. Push, now it hurt. Um, 
uh, lazy, mm. but more dryness than anything. And it's not because, you know, it's like you got to use the, the lube and shit. It's like, this shit is some bad pussy. Mm. Yeah. Well, hopefully she had no medical conditions or anything, but, you know. Well, that's what we got to be sure, like, no shade to the women out there who do have, you know, certain conditions. Because there are some women who just can't get right. No matter what you do, they can't. And you got to use uh-huh. the AY and all that. So, not, we ain't talking about y'all who have the conditions. We're talking about <laughs> the ones who don't. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> you lazy ladies. That's what you're talking about out there, though. <laughs> Them lazy ladies or whatever. Yeah. What about you, Kwame? Uh, yeah, I think I think we all probably you know been there before. Um, yeah, I, I think what comes to mind when I was in um, in high school, I was doing you know doing with the chick. She wasn't my girl, nothing like that. But, but uh, you know we was kick it, and you know she's got a lot of attention and everything else. But like I said, it was more of her, you know, saying it was just you know you know her being dry. I guess you know what I mean. I was like, damn. But she said it's always her, so. You know, I mean, like, hey, she might not have been into me, but I don't think that was the case because, like I said, she was just, like, falling around me like a little lap dog, whatever and stuff. So, clearly, she liked, you know what I'm saying? She liked me, and I ain't had nothing to give her because I had no money or nothing, so that wasn't it. So, uh, I understand that point. Yeah, so it wasn't like, oh, she he should get something from me, and that's why she's around, and she's not into me, but it was more or less of she said that she just, like, she has lubrication um, issues, whatever, like that. So, it was just, like, it, it, it made it not that enjoyable to, you know, at all, really. And, and yes, I went back, you know, whatever, a few times. I had to make sure it wasn't a one-time thing, whatever, and stuff. Had to make sure. Yeah. So, it, and it wasn't that most of the time. That I was saying <laughs> that was the, the the same issue. So it wasn't like you know, saying all that enjoyable. And we was like not young, young, but like I said, like seniors in high school or something. So it was just like you know, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was kind of like I mean, I wasn't like a dude, so I wasn't motivated after a while because it just wasn't. It wasn't like that's fun. Everything, so yeah, I had you know, so and you went back, okay. So we took yeah, it, back, back. but she wasn't my girl, though. That's the key word, like I said, oh, I never claimed my girl. <laughs> you went back, but I always went back. Jermaine, hey, so let me let me preface what I'm about to say. Was I, I did double back, okay? I double back. Um. The issue with this particular incident was this is actually uh well, the issue was you guys touched on this um dryness um you know the first time you're like okay you know maybe nervous I don't know and the second time like oh snap and I think that just set the tone for everything else you know pushing back and then he said I mean really there wasn't really no emotional connection anyway. It'd be it'll have been different if you know if if there was some kind of emotional connection. Um, but I did go back and then college will similar Um, and um, but yeah, but times I double back. Shit, I went back and uh, but there was a point when I was college though. I was like, I can keep doing. This. You know what I mean? Like it just it just wasn't. <laughs> it, it just I can keep doing it. It it, it wasn't. It got to the point it was worth it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but on the coin, I've had I've been at the other end of the day from too. You like shit, like okay, this is what we're dealing with. Let me get me put these goggles on, baby. Let me put the cap on, baby. <laughs> yeah, <that's- laughs> Yo, rubber boots. <laughs> Listen, I check this out, and I and listen. I've recently had this conversation. Um, a, a female friend of mine was saying this guy was complaining because she was too wet, and I'm like, that's some sucker shit. Like, how's that happen? But yeah, that walk, huh? Yeah, to the full power. So, <laughs> so my point is, you got some men out here too who who would say that that wop is. Is bad too. Yeah, that's why I said it depends on you know who you ask. Um, well, so, go ahead, Jim. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sean. I'm a funny Negro, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm very particular. <laughs> so particular, very particular. So <clears throat> I can't think of a time I had some bad stuff, but I'm sure it's happened. I just can't think of a time it happened. But what I'm about to say, 
I think sometimes, like I said, something just turned you off so much. You think it's bad. Oh, okay. So mm, there, there's a girl who went to our great school that y'all know, but we won't say no names. But so I had to meet this chick in the library. Mind you, we did not have no classes together. So you know you're going to the library to, to you know, meet up. Bang out, baby. Right. So we're in the library. I'm finger popping this girl. Like everything is good. Finger popping her. And we like setting it up for the time she's going to come to the room. Cool. We right. left. I, I'm walking back to Chili Hall. You know, you had to do like the finger test. The oh, yeah. So I did the sniff test. Man, I thought my insides were going to fall out. <laughs> it was horrible. Like, to the point I stopped in my tracks, it was so bad. Like, it was crazy. And then, Kwame, I don't know if you remember. I came back. I remember. And I let you smell it, and you almost fell out. <laughs> yeah, you like, smell this. I'm like, what? So, <laughs> oh! Yeah, so, it gave me the sniff test. I didn't even know I was giving myself. It was horrible. <laughs> it I, was bad though. It was real bad. Like I don't think my fingers recovered to this day from that. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah. walk around like this for the <laughs> like still way. It was horrible. But I still I, I was not mean to the girl. I let her come to the room still. What? I was just like I I couldn't be mean, but I still let she came to the room. But I should have just told her made up some excuse because she came to the room and I just couldn't. Couldn't get oh, it up. I just, I just we just looked at the wall and talked because I was so freaking turned off by that smell. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm not a dude who believes in that off day. You know, we about to come to <laughs> the spot to set it off some type of way. You should have been fresh. So there's no way that you had an off day. I, I don't believe in that. I have to ask that dude. Go so ahead. give me the rundown. This is you went to the library, then you went to the room, and she came behind you. No, no, no. It was two different days. We went to the library to to meet up to so I could yeah. you know, finger pop her. She, right. she wanted to see what the goods like all that stuff. So in the mm, library, right. all this happened. We set up that day. Soon as before we left, I was like, "Oh, you can come to the room on this day." So as I'm walking back to the dorm, I'll have you didn't you didn't try out that day though. No, I didn't. I didn't try out that day. But you got to uh, give it a shot, my G. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm. I'm a funny Negro because, like I said, she did come to the room. In my mind, I kept saying, "Well, maybe it's not that bad," but she can't. It, I just could not. Can get past it. I couldn't yeah. get past it, and it could. It she had that all day. It might have been good. Dirty, <laughs> it could have been good, but I, I you just didn't give her a shot. Right. And you know what, though? You know what? The same something that happened to me at Central too. Um, and obviously, it ain't saying no name, but uh, happened to me at NCCU too. Um, I try to chalk it up as that day, but I'm gonna tell you what happened with me. I and, and it just hit me. Um. So you know how in the dorm, you know, you put the rubber band on the door, right? You know what that means. So mm -hmm. me, if Shara and I are roommates, you like you see the rubber band on there, whatever, whatever. So anyway, the rubber band was on the door. Um, and it hit me when when I did this, I was like, yo, I left some beans on the stove. Uh, you gotta leave. I gotta go down here and finish cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, I gotta go. <laughs> Get out of here. Like I swear to God. <laughs> But Kishara, hey, Kishara, the same chick. I'm not listening. He's on the stove. We ain't even it got a stove me. in the building. I know, right? Hey, hey, Kishara, I swear the same thing happened, man. And, and I just, I just, in my mind, I'm like, yo, you gotta escape. You gotta get out of here, yo. You gotta find a way to get out. Same thing happened. That makes it abort mission, huh? Abort right. mission. Abort. Abort. Save <laughs> your soul. Man, that's crazy. But mentally, stuff can do that to you. Like, to me, anyway. It's just, it just something can't take me there. So, oh. All right, y'all. I know what time it is. Okay. You know what time it is. Like a sorrow into two. There's no clear segue. But let me try. Uh, today's dose of dopeness happens to be my very own fiance. She owns a firm and it's Faith Bottom CPAPC. Woohoo! People matter. And, uh, it's a she's a CPA, he's an accountant, and they do taxes. That's the first one. Did she do taxes? Yes, yeah, she do taxes. <laughs> but it's not her. She has a staff of nine and um she runs the whole shop. If you want to get in touch with Faith Bottom, go to faithbottom.com or call her at 919-858-6807 or info at faithbottom.com. So don't call thinking you're gonna talk to Faith. You're not gonna talk to Faith. You're gonna talk to the staff and the staff will get you in touch with the right people. So understand. Yeah, <laughs> What's your question? 
No, I was about mm-hmm. to say he's very true, very right yeah. about that. Because I consider myself family, and I called and I couldn't even get to her. So <laughs> no, you're not right to call the out. But I did give some help. They, she has a very good team, and they yes. they helped me with a situation and even them like split seconds. So yeah, definitely check her out. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. She's good year shit. six in business and uh, right off Atlantic. Uh, give her a call, shout her out. But yeah, today's. Uh, dose of dopeness if Faith Bonham from Faith Bonham CPA PC where people matter. No doubt. Yes, yeah, so yeah, she actually um did did our taxes as well too. So like you said, I think that was the uh, yep. the first okay. time I actually used a uh, a certify uh, accountant. I'm going to a CPA firm. I'm going to a CPA firm. So that was you know good experience. Definitely. Uh, You'll say, you know, definitely on top of the game, whatever and stuff. And they have you know, the latest technology, he was able to sign everything uh, via email and stuff like that. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was like I said, cause we did it and we stay, you know, in the DC area. So it, it worked out. So it worked out good. Okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? That's that's a good promotion for me. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to check, check Faith out too, Jamie. So, Certainly. Uh, Please do. If, if, yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah. anything in clean. No, so anything. Hey, let's come on. We gotta watch this debate. That's what we gotta do in closing. Oh, that's yeah. right. Damn. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta watch uh, uh, Kamala knock out uh, Pence. Pence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he trying. He trying to redeem your boy. Uh, Trump was straight out the trailer park the other hey, night, boy. That nigga. It ain't gonna work, man. Tra- you think it's gonna work, man? It ain't gonna work, man. I don't think so. Right. Kamala is gonna eat him alive. Right. She, she gonna tear the off, man. I bet she turn him up right now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, all right, y'all. Well, we appreciate y'all for listening. <clears throat> Be sure to check us out on all the uh, streaming platforms: Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Soundwise, YouTube, wherever you stream. Check us out. Subscribe. Hit follow. Four times dope. If you want to send us, a, um, drop us a comment. If you have any more questions that you want to send us, you can hit us up at four times dope at gmail.com. That's the number four. X-D-O-P-E podcast at gmail.com and all lowercase.